Hi, this is Michelle Nyong'o from Stride Wellness. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, make sure you go back and start at episode one. The first few episodes of the podcast tell a story, so you don't want to miss out on the beginning. As I move along, it is also meant to start a conversation on grief and loss. Later in the series, I will host interviews with counselors, professionals, and others who have experienced grief and loss. Please take note that some of what you're about to hear may be difficult to listen to and might be triggering for those who have experienced grief, loss, or time in a hospital setting. Episode 6, The Light in the Darkness. Even in our bleakest moments, we were able to find gratitude. We were extremely well supported and loved while in the NICU. There were people who went above and beyond to assist us during that time. My family and friends back home cared for our children and were regularly in touch with kind words of support and love. We had strangers who sent money and gifts. My church started a food train to ensure meals were prepared for our family. We received amazing gifts from them to remind us we were in the thoughts and prayers of our church community. There were so many that did absolutely wonderful things for us. A person who holds a special place in my heart was my friend Erin, who came to the NICU nearly daily to bring me food. She sat with me, she drove me around on errands or to escape the heaviness of the hospital. There are no words to express what she did for me during that time and what a rock she was for me. I could spend an entire podcast thanking her. I wanted to take the time to show a little of the light that was in the darkness of our time at the NICU. From Stride Wellness, this is Michelle Nyong'o, and you're listening to Weary and Burdened. On November 26th, David's eyes were wide open. He was looking around and seemed content. What a cutie pie. I was sitting on one side of the incubator with a tiny slit of the cover lifted and Reuben was on the other side doing the same. We spent time staring at David. Then we heard a voice. It was our doctor friend. Our eyes quickly left David and met through the glass. Then we both laughed. We may talk big, but she scared us. Reuben had left for home, and I stayed super late. At 1.45 a.m., Sylvia and I left for the Easter Seal house. She had her bag of snappies, those are the bottles we use for pumping, and I had an umbrella, and we were nearly back to our housing when we heard a sound behind us. Sylvia whipped around, much faster than I did, I must add, and got into this bear-like stance. I swung my umbrella around, ready to stab any potential weirdo. I must also point out that Sylvia is 5'11", full of Austrian mountain blood, her words, not mine, and was a former Canadian judo champion. And I was no slouch either. I'm a crazy half-Portuguese, hot-blooded woman with deep-seated anger issues. And who was our would-be attacker? 
a leaf, a leaf blowing across the cement. Oh my, did we laugh. November 27th. Taking the bus was scary. I always felt like people were judging my inferior bus navigating skills. Sylvia and I grabbed a bus and found our way to McDonald's. Sometimes a girl just has to eat junk. Our transfers were good until 5.54 p.m. And wouldn't you know it, we missed our bus. Darn. So we were waiting in the freezing windy weather for the next bus, crossing our fingers we'd make the connecting one. Lo and behold, the bus came early. Yes. So we whizzed up the street and had plenty of time to catch a bus, nine minutes until our transfers expired. The only problem was that the next bus wasn't scheduled for another 10 minutes. So now we were stuck between a rock and a hard place. Should we cross our fingers and hope the bus was early or run across the street to use the ATM and get change from the attendant? We scrounged our purses and pockets for change. Sylvia was even looking on the ground. We had used laundry money for our ride to the restaurant and the bus fare was $2.50 per person. We had enough for one fare, including my entire 27 cents I could donate. So what did we do? We froze, as in panicked. We couldn't make a decision. We ended up missing the bus and getting no change and walked the rest of the way back. But this was a good butt, not the ones the doctors used. I laughed the hardest I had in over a month. I felt normal again. All because two girls had a hankering for Big Macs. To all the men and women who spent time with us in the NICU, Thank you for being our support. Thank you for listening and understanding. Thank you for making me laugh when time seemed tough. Thank you for just being present and sharing in the experience. Thank you for keeping in touch all this time later. Thank you for being there. Thank you for bringing a little light to my darkness. Written and narrated by me, Michelle Nyong'o. Music by The Wristband. All post-production work done by Waxwing Productions. Cover image designed by Danielle McCray. 